0: Welcome to the City Hill podcast we really hope you enjoy today's message and if you'd like to find out more about City Hill please visit our website cityhill.london okay good morning everybody welcome to City Hill we are so glad you are here We are lighting up London, one life at a time. And if you're here for the first time, we are so glad that you're here, that there's cards on the table saying, we're so glad that you're here. So um, please fill them out with your information so we can love you some more once you're gone. Um, (laughs) Morning, Mav. Uh, So our topic for this month is the kingdom is at hand. And today we've gone really old school because I've, I've asked most people to bring a paper Bible so that we can um, be looking at the words, not on our phones. And Leia is um, my assistant today and she's, she's drawn some pictures that we're going to be looking at. And the first one has some bows on it and it says message all over it because today you're gonna be receiving a message from God, yeah? It's gonna be a gift to you. And she's drawing a picture of someone receiving the message. Um, So whichever one you would like to be in the picture, you're gonna be receiving the message today. Thank you so much, Leah, thank you very much. Uh, (coughs) Are you gonna go around and show everyone the picture? Perfect. Um, For anybody that wasn't here like early, early, right? Uh, we we had a mini cipher going on in here. Um, Tyler was rapping for us. And one thing I love about rappers is that they give the message, right? And everybody was so quiet. Like we were all just taking it in, just listening. Um, so there's going to be some writing. There's going to be some praying because it's our prayer week. Um, but what I want to focus on <clears throat> is Matthew chapter 10. Thank you, Leia, you can sit down. Thank you for your help. And there, I'm a poet, right? So there are certain words whenever I read anything that stick out to me, or the way I read a certain text is based on what words have been used and what does that mean for me. So I'm gonna be highlighting like specific words in Matthew 10. Um, you may all have different versions. So the words that I pick out may not be the words in front of you, but that's also okay. So I printed mine out um, from the new international version and it's Matthew chapter 10 and it starts with, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him. And the first thing that stuck out to me was the calling. Like he called his disciples to him. So proximity being that they had to move from where they are to come closer to him. Once he had called them and they had come to him, he then gave them something. Uh, He gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Um, And then I'm going to jump past verses 2, 3 and 4, which is just the names of the 12 apostles and go straight to chapter 5. And it says, these 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. So he had called them. They had moved to him. He had given them authority. And now... He was sending them out with instructions. So not just sending them out willy-nilly like just going in it, there were specific instructions that he had given them. And the first one says, "Do not go," which is like a a red light. So Leah, could you find me a red piece of paper? Like a red card, like stop. These are the places that you shouldn't go. I don't want you to go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Don't go there. So there was restrictions on where they were supposed to go, what they were supposed to do. And then, I need a green card. He says, go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. So what we're going to be looking at today is about where God is sending us specifically and where he is not sending us. So, what I I was taken from this verse is that, thank you, stop and go, look at you. Um, What I was taken from this verse is that you can be in the wrong place trying to do the right thing. He had given them authority to do certain things, but he had also told them where they were supposed to do these things. So last week for people that weren't here andre had us um on the floor with a massive map and we were looking at the kingdom and we had split up into different islands that had ourselves our family our friends our neighborhood our city our workplace our education and we were thinking about how we can influence those different spheres right and so today when we get into a time of prayer We're going to be asking God for our instructions. We're going to be asking God for our specific assignment. Where is he asking us to go? And what are we supposed to do in the place that he's sending us? So Jesus says to the 12, go to the lost sheep of Israel. And as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. So it wasn't a silent going. It wasn't a let us just go somewhere and... Yes, where to go, thank you for the good questions. Um, It wasn't a, oh, we're gonna go and be invisible, we're gonna go and be quiet. He said, proclaim, that's like a big sound. To proclaim something is, that's when you use the whole of your diaphragm, you know? You ain't got no megaphone, no microphone, but you're proclaiming something for people to hear you. So you have a message that needs to be delivered. He said, proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. So this is the twelve instructions and we're in Matthew 10 um, for anyone who's just come in. Um, So they've been given their instructions, right? They're being sent out and they've got authority and they've got instructions of what to do. They know where they're going. Um, But then when we get to the next part, this is where it got a bit sticky for me, right? Jesus said to them, do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts. No bag, no shirt, no sandals, no staff. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. So he's like, I'm sending you out. But don't take resources that are in your control to provide for where I'm sending you. Look at my little actress, thank you. He says, just go, in it. And I think for me specifically, whenever God is trying to tell me to do something, I'm like, oh, I need everything to be in place. Like, where are the resources that I need to do this thing? How is it going to make sense? What am I going to do? Like, let's plan it out. This is like complete dependency and reliance on God. And... The other thing that got to me was he didn't say, "Oh, in every town you go, there's gonna be one woman named Sally that's gonna meet you at the gate and take you to their house and you'll be fine. He said, go and search for a person to stay at their house. That means people are gonna say no to you. That means you have to get used to rejection. That means that it's not everywhere you go, people are gonna be like, "Yeah, come in my house, come in my house. So you have to go empty. You have to go dependent on God with faith. To the right place and wait for God to resource what you're, what He's asking you to do. So I want you to think about how uncomfortable or comfortable does that make you? The assignment that God is going to deliver to you today, that you're going to write down. If He tells you to get up and leave, and He's not going to tell you or give you the things to take with you, can I give them you can. Yeah, you can give out some green sheets, some. Um, yellow sheets and some red sheets um how would it make you feel how willing would you be to go i think a lot of us are like yeah god like i want to do what you're telling me to do and i'm ready to you know be about your kingdom but then when it gets to these kind of moments then it's like oh, i don't know how i feel about that um so what else stood out to me in chapter 10 and I'm just going to be going through different verses but uh, when we get to 19 so between 16 and 19 he basically says that um, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves and it's not going to be easy and you're going to be persecuted and you're going to get brought before people and when that happens don't worry about what you have to say because I'm going to give you the words to say that's again about this message that you're needing to talk to you so the other question i want you to think about is where are you being silent where are you not speaking where are you not talking or owning your faith your belief in god all of the things that um you know about him in what areas of your life are you like i don't want to really bring jesus into this place like my identity here is based on these things they know me for my music they know me for my creativity they know me for these skills they know me um in this kind of position and if i bring jesus into there or if i'm like really proclaiming his message that's going to mash up my thing and so i'ma be about jesus in these certain circles like where they know that that's who i serve and i'm going to be fully myself there but then all these other places i'm not about it i'm just going to be quiet So. There is a requirement to open your mouth. There's a requirement to speak. Um, and if we get to verse 26, Jesus says to them, don't be afraid for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. And then it's, it, this is about noise again. He says, what well, I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight what is whispered in your ear proclaim it from the roofs he's saying i'm going to give you things in the quiet time when there's nobody around i'm going to deliver to you messages but they are not to be kept to yourself you are supposed to go and speak them and proclaim them so open your mouth open up we need to open our mouths um and in 32 he says whoever acknowledges me before others I think I've done it already, but if there's anyone that doesn't have a pen, yes, you can. Um, I would also acknowledge before my father in heaven, but whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my father in heaven. Are we acknowledging God in front of other people or are we not? And then this part, this really mm, twisted me up a bit. Because we've been talking about being a peacemaker you know and just bringing peace to the world in verse 34 jesus says don't suppose that i have come to bring peace to the earth i didn't come to bring peace but a sword for i've come to turn a man against his father a daughter against her mother a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law a man's enemies will be members of his own household and i was like god what is this about like why is there so much disruption and strife in this verse And then when you move on, it says anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So Jesus is saying, like, if I give you an assignment that nobody else in your family understands, that might break up your family, but you're still going to have to do what I said because you have to love me more. You have to love what I am telling you to do more. And if you don't, you're not worthy of this. You're not worthy of the salvation. You're not worthy of this calling because it's not about the people around you. Like You have to be ready to follow me. So, uh, this, today is about like, asking God for your instructions, asking God to give you your assignment and to really be praying about like, God, these are all of this, the places that I have influence over. These are all the circles that I'm connected to What do you want me to do? How do you want me to behave in this place? How do you want me to bring the kingdom into these places? And then when he tells you, then you have to pray about your willingness to execute this assignment, right? Because like we saw, he was sending them out and he said, don't take no silver or gold. Don't take sandals. Don't pack a bag. Like, don't try and take what you have now and think that it's gonna be what you need when you get there. You need to go and all the things that you need will be there when you get there. Some of us really struggle with putting ourselves out there and the possibility of getting rejected, the possibility of people not accepting us. But he said to expect this, right? He said, they hated me first so They're probably going to hate you too, but that doesn't deter you from what I am sending you out to do. So for the next 10 minutes, um, on your papers, I want you to just pray and ask God to deliver to you right now your assignment. What are your instructions? And it might not be all of it right now in this 10 minutes, but it might be just the beginning of things. Whatever he's pulling... Um, to the front of your mind about the places that he wants you to operate or something he's told you to do that you've been hesitant about where is he sending you because we might be like oh I'm really comfortable if you send me to my family like I can do that that's fine and he might be like nah I want you to speak up in your industry we might be like oh I'm really comfortable like you know talking to my friends about Jesus, I can do that one, that's fine, Like they love me already, i will be all right. And he's like, no, actually I want you to stand up in your city, I want you to stand up in your neighborhood. So, um, some people in this room as well are going into new places, like you're about to embark on something new, you're in a transitional stage and you're about to enter a new place, a new place of work, a new place of education, a new city, a new um, project. What is God asking you to bring to that space and how does he want you to operate so that you are bringing forth the kingdom? So not only do you need to think about where he is sending you, but where is he not sending you? That's what he started with. I'm not sending you here. Do not go here. I need you to focus your attention on this place over here. Um, So, yeah, we're going to spend 10 minutes on that. Okay, so um, if you're still writing, listening that's fine, continue, stay in communication with God, I'm just going to pray to close Um, Father Lord God we thank you that you have come to disrupt our lives (laughs) we thank you that you are not allowing us to be complacent or stagnant or silent that you have an assignment for us there are words you want us to speak there are people you want us to impact there are places you are directly sending us to um, bring people into your kingdom I pray God that even as you speak to us have spoken to us and continue to speak to us God that you will challenge our conceptions about what that will look like and any fears that we hold around moving without knowing the end from the beginning that you will take all our fears away we thank you for Leo God and for the questions that she has been given out to help us to to think and to reflect on what you are saying to us and what we need to ponder on I pray God over this week that you will continue to to speak to us that you will give us boldness and courage um And where you are giving us green lights, that there will be no hesitation. I pray against delay, Lord God, and doubt and fear and anything that would come to stifle the words that you are giving us, Lord God. I pray that these scenes will fall on good ground and that they will bring forth fruit lord god i pray that we'll be able to encourage each other as we step out in faith under your leadership um and the things that you are calling us to speak the things you have been whispering to us that you want us to now proclaim oh god i pray that you give us strength and application in our voice and that others will hear the messages that you are giving to us so god just cover us and keep us um and where we have been challenged oh god just just give us your your peace that it's okay it's okay to step out and it's okay to be unsure um because in that you will build our dependency and our faith in you in jesus name amen we really hope you enjoyed today's message and if you'd like to find out more about city hill please visit our website cityhill.london we are the light. We are